Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Friday Special, a podcast by Guitar Nerds. In this series, in each episode, I'll have a new guest from the world of guitars, amplification, effects, pedals. We'll have brands and producers, musicians and everything in between. I am your host, Joe Brandon, joined by my co-host, Matt Knight. And our special guest, Paul Chuck from Chuck's Power Supplies. Hello, Paul, and welcome to the show. Hello. It's nice to be here with you. Well, thank you very much for coming on board. I'm sorry, Matt. I totally spoke over you when you tried to introduce yourself there. That's fine. I'm here. Yes, I'm glad you're here as well. Thank you very much. But yes, it's wonderful to have you um, uh, here, Paul, on the show. And, uh, and and dear listener, if you're not familiar with Chocks Power Supplies, um, Chocks makes some of the most rugged, most versatile power supplies on the market. In fact, we're it, you know if if we're honest, um, you know, Paul, your company leave the bulk of the competition in in their wake thanks to their ever evolving progressive engineering and their attention to the market and trends when it comes to effects pedals requirements and you know popular pedal boards and things in fact you, you're the chocks as a as a company have been around since uh since 1991 is that yeah, is that that's, right Paul? that's correct that's correct right and <clears throat> So in in 1991, you would have made your first power supply. That I mean, that is super. That's early doors for power yeah, supplies because there actually, weren't a lot of pedals on people's boards back then. Actually, uh, 91 is uh, is the date for uh, officially started the company. Um, mm-hmm. The company was officially started on my birthday, my 18th birthday, because I couldn't start <laughs> uh, registering the company earlier. But I was I was 16 where I uh, started to, to you know. Uh, Play around with some thoughts about doing the the, the power supplies. I, right. I played guitar by that time. Um, when I was sixteen, I still believed I, I have a little bit of talent. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't, and I, I I realized, you know, like ten ten years later, and uh, figure out that I'll, I'll be better engineer than, than musician. I see. But anyway, unfortunately, uh, you had a I company was, set up. For I, that I was reason. sixteen, <laughs> and I I played in some kind of school band, and I figured out that uh, there were no nice solutions for powering pedals uh, at that time, at least on, on, on the market in, in Denmark. I have um, no idea what would have even been on the market at that well, time. Th- there was actually a power supply, uh, a local guy uh, who, who made uh, a product called Free, and, and nobody heard about that outside Denmark, I guess. Um, and I figured out it, it was like in pounds, it would have been like 60 pounds. And I thought that was an incredibly high price for 
right. for a piece of equipment which was not very advanced. And I thought that I could make it much nicer with a nicer design and, uh, well, at, and start a company doing power supplies. So, so that was like the very first start. And that was when I was 16. And then I right, played I around with some, some ideas, um, a smaller model, a bigger model. And I found a couple of uh, plastic enclosures that could fit uh, my, my ideas and my design. And actually, I went over to, to, to store a, a rather famous store, Supersound, in Copenhagen. It's, it's gone now. But uh, this guy thought it was a nice idea, and he was, uh, he was willing to actually sign a piece of paper that if I made this product, he would be, buy the first 10 units. So oh, that's I amazing. Went, yeah, and I, I took this piece of paper, went off to the bank, and asked him for a loan. And I, I, I landed, I think, I don't know, it was 25,000 Danish kroner. That, that would be like 3,000 pounds, I guess, right. around that. So I spent it all on, on, I don't know, booze and women during the summer holiday with my friends. <laughs> and then I had to borrow from my parents to make the first 100 of power supplies. Um, so that's kind of funny. But, but anyway, I made the first 100 of, of the baby power supply. And that was during the summer of 92. So right. And that was your first product, the baby. That and was that the was first what? product, the baby, yeah. It's, that it's, was five nine-volt supplies. Uh, that's correct. Supplies. Non-isolated, but a very nice, small box and and the design was actually uh i was inspired a little bit by by a small power supply from tc electronics uh which had four outlets and it was very simple to look at like you know like like german stuff it, it had some some print on it uh, what it did voltage current so um so i was i mean it wasn't a big design thing but but, uh-huh. but it's it's uh I made it and I sold the first 10 pieces to Supersound. That was great. And I can tell you the the, the next units were, were much harder to sell. So, so I bought actually right. one of these Roland magazines. Uh, and on the last page, you had like these boss Roland uh, authorized dealers in Denmark. So I started calling these guys. Hey, I've got this power supply. And it was... It was very tough to get in because they were always talking. We, we've got the boss, you know, this like uh, Walworth uh, thing, this PSA adapter. Or yeah. yeah. And we sell these and that's fine. So why would, why would we need something else than that? Well, that's it. I guess, I guess like brick power supplies weren't even commonplace by then. Certainly no one needed well, isolated stuff. Digital uh, pedals were only just coming about. That's correct. But uh, in U.S., um, the biggest player on the market, uh, at least 10 years ago, Photolab, they, they've already started. Mm. But I mean, by that time, I didn't really know about this at all. So, and they were not very well known in, in Denmark. So, so this was, uh, it was a tough, uh, it was tough work to, to get these products to the Danish shops. But in, in a few years, I, I managed to be like the, the number one brand. I, I remember, I don't have numbers in front of me, but I remember one year I sold uh, a thousand units in Denmark only. Yeah, you were the you became the industry standard for power supplies in, in, yeah, in, in Denmark. Denmark. And Denmark yeah. is a rather small country. So, so I yeah. was like a little bit upset that I'm so popular, but why the hell is Denmark so small? <laughs> I mean, but and and that wasn't with the baby, was it? That was with the two yes. products you made after. Yeah, because because then in '95, as as far as I remember, I made the big John, and it was yeah. seven outlets, and and the you can imagine why seven. 
and this is because I was still too small to sort of to pay for the mold to for for making my own enclosure. So I was buying a standard enclosure from from like a like I don't know uh, Electroshack. What, what what do you call these these hobby stores? Where oh, you can buy we, we had we had one called uh, Maplin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like yeah that's store. right. So yeah. they had this the the enclosure I used for the baby. There was another one that was a little bit larger, and I went for that to to make a slightly bigger power supply which had which had six hundred milliamps instead of two hundred eighty, uh, and that was a big John, right? And then uh, a couple years later, I changed a little bit on the on the big John make the double jack because you had some of these boss pedals. They were they were meant to be fed by the ACA adapter, which was a nine volt thing, but it was not regulated. So the the, the actual uh, voltage supplies to the pedals was more in in the in the 12, 13 volts range. So this right. is why we made this 12 volts, uh, two outlets which, which were 12 volts to to be able to supply the the ACA uh, intended. Uh, Pedals for which were intended to be powered by the ACA adapters from from Boss. Um, I see, I see. Because and Boss I, also was like kind of a standard. I mean, uh, of course, it was yeah. long. I mean, ninety one or the beginning of nineties. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many pedal brands there were around by then. Well, a lot of them were still, you know, doing hardwired pedals, or you know, electroharmonics were doing. There was not even a standardized input for pedals, you know. But, no, but then, no, so. that's right. I mean, the the three point five millimeter um, bar- uh, plug was was still used by Dot and by yeah. uh, by the Crybaby. The Rats yeah. uh, use also that standard. A uh, lot of these brands are going away from that and and switched over to the to the two point five millimeter barrel, five point five dash two point one millimeter uh, DC plug. But it so, was it was still kind of around that time, the mid nineties. There weren't really that many pedals that were that were a massive draw that required a big power supply. This no, was really I mean you, you had the, like the the DD three, I think, was around, and it was it was like sixty five milliamps. So it was still, and it it worked well on a daisy chain. So it was not that big issue to have mm. it all non isolated. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, but. Uh, what's uh, what's after we sort of um, we were talking yesterday on our on our regular podcast, and I remember having a, a big John power supply. That was the first proper power supply that I ever bought because my pedal board before, you know, was a few pedals and had three or four, you know, PSA Boss supplies or you know a special one if it required it. But the the big John was the first proper power supply I remember buying. Okay. Um, so uh, nice. I, th- I thought that and was you bought that- it in UK, right? Yeah. I mean, that's another funny story because uh, in the beginning of the, co- I can't remember exactly what year it was, uh, but I actually joined with my very good friend for I think three months. The cooperation lasts for three months, and then we we we, we really we uh, I don't know uh, we <laughs> we hated each other for two years because I wanted out. <laughs> <laughs> but we managed to get our first order to UK with uh, with a company called Barnes and Mullins. I think it was like a, one of those big yes. uh, distribution companies by then, but they yeah. had a huge catalog. So we we went to London and um, and had this made this deal for I think two hundred twenty five units, uh, and that was our first uh, overseas order 
and we were really, really um, uh, happy about that and, and proud of ourselves to, to get that. And, and you might have gotten this picture of, of that shipment. I mean, so yeah, probably. If, if, <laughs> if you bought it with a UK plug on it, that was probably a part of that that cooperation with uh, with Binance Mullins. If, if it was one of those early units, yeah, I, it, it was definitely a hardwired UK plug unit. So okay. it probably okay. was. Um, uh-huh. And I, yeah, I was working in a small guitar shop at the time, and that's when I first sort of cut my teeth as learning about all things pedal related. Um, and yeah, it was the that was my first foray into proper power supplies, um, and it always stuck in my mind. And we were talking about it yesterday because of the uh, the power jack design, you know, in, in terms of the lead design on that one, um, using a different plug type, you know, compared to to what. I learned about afterwards, and I always thought that was such a good design. Okay, is that was that were they RCAs then? Even on the on the early, uh, yeah. Stuff? I mean, I started with the the RCAs. I mean, the, <clears throat> there are a lot of explain. I I just did a, a YouTube video about this, and and uh, um, yes, I did watch it. <laughs> yeah, and and I I still think that uh, still that, that's that's the main thing. I mean, the 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 mechanical fixture and and the. Uh, the surface, the the the, the big uh, contact surface, makes it a, a very good connection, actually. Uh, but also, I mean, talking about the old times, a part of the story is also that uh, I didn't have a milling machine, and those uh, DC plugs needed to have a square hole. It's very difficult to make square holes on a on a on a with a drill, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's kind of the the funny part of it, uh, but. Um, but yeah, we stuck to the to, to the design with the RCAs. I'm I'm happy about that because we we, we actually have a very good connection in, in those. And in it, the future, they definitely the feel delay, more sturdy. Yeah, and now with the with the new uh, the future power generation range, the D7, the eight, and the four, we we are using a a different type of of the RCA. It's it's fully made of metal, so it attaches to the PCB. Uh, in a really, really nice and sturdy way. So, so uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm even more happy for the LCAs now than than I was, I don't know, a few years back. So it's it's even a more sturdy design now uh, than it used to be on on the older products. That seems to be for for me sort of the backbone of of your brand is that everything seems to have a, an attention to detail. Um, and and an awareness. I mentioned this at the start, but a real awareness of the industry. It feels like your power supplies moved and progressed as people started buying different types of effects pedals. Different pedal boards became popular because then yeah, I, I guess mean, if, if if I could shorten down the the twenty years, the mid twenty years of of the company's uh, lifetime. I mean, we started off with the baby and the big John and 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 the double jack, and then we had three more products coming in. Where it was schizophrenic, and it was the the AC rider, and well, this what was that? The uh, the, the power bitch the, was that the other one? Yeah, that's Around correct. That yeah, got it. You got it. And and, and the, this was this was your first foray into isolated outlets as well. I yeah, guess. this was the first three product which actually is uh, had. I mean, the schizophrenic was six isolated outlets. And this is why you know, schizophrenia is a disease where you have like split, uh, split conscience or split. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a psychiatrist, but something about that. So <laughs> yes, I thought that was a funny name. Um, uh, some people got offended by that because it's it's a serious disease. But I mean, um, sorry for that. But this is how it works. 
uh, the power bridge was uh, there, there was like a three pedals from electroharmonics uh, which needed 24 volts and and there was a, uh, quite a few pedals from mxr and also electroharmonics that needed 18 volts and then we also implemented 12 volts so it was like a, a unit where you had uh, some of these higher voltages and the ac rider it was you know the, the movie the easy rider so the ac rider we made that for with the, with the AC output for some of the two pedal two pedals they were in mind, and that was sure. like the the second stage of the company. Then we, um, I think that the next step was actually the biggest step was launching the DC10 uh, back in 2010 and 11. That was the first power supply fully made in metal, with uh, with uh, eight isolated sections. And where we had the switch, where you could actually switch in between the, the European and, and US voltage. Ah, right. Okay. And this That's is this is useful. also where we founded the. Let me see, we founded the this uh, sister company in Poland, the manufacturing part of the company, because I was actually producing all the power supplies in my well bedroom or kitchen or wherever I, I had place for that in my in my old flat in Denmark. Uh, and in 2004, I founded uh, the sister company in Poland. I, I originally come from Poland. My parents are Polish, uh, but I spent 25 years of, of my lifetime in, in, in Denmark, where I took my education in the master's degree in electronics and all that. And this is where all the design stuff. I mean, Denmark is, is a country where you have a lot of companies dealing with audio, both in professional and also, you know, stereo systems. Uh, but it's also a country very well known for, for, for design, furniture design. Uh, Absolutely. All kinds of designs. So there is, um, there's a big culture in that. Um, and I think it also helped me to, to kind of get the right ideas. And I, I, I definitely wanted to, to make all the details right. But anyway, didn't, get, didn't you work to, for like Bang and Olufsen I did, when you yes, started I did. out? Yeah, I, I, right. I, I used to work for Siemens two years and then from Bang and Olufsen uh, just above one year. So I, I also... Uh, met some a couple of those designers uh, I, I i used to work with some very very good old friends uh, of mine which which were mechanical designers and 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 the the, the senior engineer the r d guy uh, which is like a super specialist in the switch mode power supply design he 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 used to work with me in, in bang olsen he was like the head of the power supply division for for all the class d amplifiers bang olsen uh, sold the, the ice power amplifiers so He's like, a, what do you say, an old rat in that in that field. I mean, he's he's been doing power supply forty years, so so right. it was a bit of a coincidence. We we uh, we found each other again, but now he's been with the company for for three years now. So, but I mean, DC ten just to finish that story. Uh, that yeah. was that was made in Poland with uh, with our my my partner and and very long time friend in the company. Uh, Tomasz Otomek, uh, the engineer who was the first employee in the Polish division back in 2004, where uh, he was already, uh, he, he did this design of the schizophrenic, the power bitch and the, and the AC rider. But the DC-10 was like a breakthrough where we, after this, this whole crisis in 2008 and 9, where every, everything was just about to, to blow up, you know, the, 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 the Swiss franc, the... Uh, properties, the, everything. I, yeah. I was also very close to, 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 to 
private bankruptcy, but, uh, but I raised up again. I, I spent my time to design the DC-10, and this was like a very big uh, step for us to, to get it to, to US, uh, to Australia, to Thailand. I mean, that put us on, on the map, uh, and we start to sell worldwide. And, and, and was it the we... DC-10 that, that led to the, the collaboration power supply with Eventide then? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, yes, this is where we started the cooperation with Eventide. I, this is where I first met. Um, I think it was, uh, I can't remember, it was uh, Ray uh, Maxwell or it was um, one of the owners of Eventide that reached out. Um, it might have been the owner, Anthony uh, Agnello. And then uh, Ray took over the communication and we, uh, we did the, the Eventide power factor let me see what is power factor yes it was a power factor we, we we did and it was based on on the enclosure for the dc10 so so we we changed it a little bit and we got that out as well and by that time i mean our brand was very little known in the industry while eventide was was a big brand so yeah so that was like a, a nice thing they they helped us in in uh, in terms of of getting a little bit uh known better known in in us uh, definitely uh, and, and also other parts of the world because eventide was a very known and and uh, very nice brand within the industry so yeah but then yeah. you 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 got the, we got the the ac10 i think i i can't really remember the the dca the what the the order was the, the chocolate was also kind of a, a, a nice big power supply which is actually beginning to sell very well in us uh, the, the in- chocolate is a massive power supply <laughs> i, I yes. i've never seen a power supply come close to this i, I think i always thought of <laughs> what was like the biggest one we used to sell at gak matt like the, the, the mondo the, yeah i always remember that was the that was the the only option um for for most people and i think like you yeah know, i mean if, if, if you start i mean you can always pick like two you can compare the the DC10 with Vodolab Parallel Power 2 Plus or the 4x4, and if you take the chocolate, you can compare it to the Mondo. And if you go for if you if you have like most of your pedals are nine volt, then I would even say the Mondo is probably the the more uh, right thing to choose. But if you have a lot of different voltages, you have AC and you know, you want to have the Swiss knife that whatever you, you get and you throw at it, you'll be able to power uh, the pedal. Then the chocolate is, is a really nice thing. And I think Americans, they they started really to like it because it's so big and heavy. Because it is, I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's a rather, it, it's a beast, you know, in, in terms <laughs> of, of size and weight. Um, in today's standards with the switch mode technology, if we, if we did a power supply that size with that weight, I mean, you will you will probably be able to power a, a, a medium uh, house for for two families. Uh. <laughs> but that's kind. Of, I guess uh, you, you know you touched on something that we didn't uh, go into too much depth on, which was just the way you can switch between um, uh, like power power on 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 the uh, on the power supplies with the little dip switches, allowing you to switch between sort of you know, nine, twelve, yeah, I mean, fifteen, we, and we eighteen. Always, we always wanted to to take it, you know, one step further, you know? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Like yeah. the spinal tip. These go to 11, you know. <laughs> With a normal power supply, they go, they, you can have 9 volt and maybe 12 and if it's really great, you can get 18 volts on one or two outlets. Exactly. And it will be a dedicated separate outlet and, and for this it. Is, so if this you've is, got too many of those pedals, you, you're doomed. You know? Yeah. And, and But the, the problem was with the linear technology. Uh, I mean, everything I've talked about unt, uh, until now uh, on the show now, it's been the products which were based on the linear technology. And just right. to, to, for everybody to, 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 to know very shortly, it's, it's basically a transformer. It's a mains transformer, which which is doing the the isolation and and the transformation from the high voltage to the lower voltage. Then you've got some filtering components and some voltage regulators, and that's it. It's it's quite simple in terms of technology, but what was the the, the, the complicated part is, is it was to to monitor what is on the market of pedals, what kind of requirements do they have, what voltages, what currents, and and be able to deliver that mix of, of different outlets so you were able to power, well, almost any pedal boards with a DC-10 or AC-10 or the chocolate. That was, that was the tough part of, of, the, of the equation by that time. I Nowadays, see. where we switch over to the switch mode technology, where you have much, uh, not, not going into detail what it does, but, <clears throat> but with the new technology, we're able to, to get much more power of the same volume and, 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 and the same weight. So, so we actually, we lower the weight, we lower the volume, giving you twice or three times more power uh, compared to, to, to the linear technology. And, and that's, with, and, oh, sorry, no, go on. Yeah, yeah, go, go on, yeah, please. Uh, and that, that's, the, that's the future power generation That's series. the future power generation. This is where we, um, we three years ago, we, uh, we took the decision. I mean, the decision was already made. We have to do something in, in, in this new uh, new era of, of power supplies. And the, our goal was, of course, to do something which would be which would be, I mean, the best power supply you could imagine. And we we, we tried to, to make it as flat as possible. We ended up with a profile of one inch, and that's uh, that's a lowest profile you can you can get of, of a power supply which is powered of mains because you have a lot of uh, different power supplies in the market but they are they are powered by the an external adapter so the, yeah. the whole uh, the main conversion from from the high voltage 
to the lower voltage is, is being made in external power supply, which is basically a, like a laptop adapter. Yeah. And then, and then the, the, the remaining part is, is doing the isolation and, and giving you the different voltages. I mean, the DC7, which is the first product in the future power generation range, uh, combine the, those two things in one unit. So you, you, you have like one part of the box is, is a power supply, a switchman, a fully switchable power supply, which converts to the AC voltage from mains to a lower voltage of 24 volts. And it's a universal main, so you can, you can use any voltage in between 90 and 265 volts. So you can also use it in Japan if you like. Uh, so the older style was you, you had to switch this this switch from 115 or 122 to 30. You don't have to do the switching now. It, it adapts to, to, to the voltage you feed. <laughs> That's great. And then you have, for each outlet, you have a, a separate DC-DC converter with a separate transformer. So for each outlet, you have a separate transformer, and that makes it possible to, to deliver four different voltage options on each outlet. Um, and this is what we do. This is like also one of the of, of the trademarks or, or our uh, unique selling points that we offer 9, 12, 15 or 18 volts on each tab. Uh, we offer 660 milliamps of 9 volt on each tab, which is the highest value in, in, in the industry. We, we have this one inch profile, so it's the lowest profile for a combined uh, brick which which is fed directly off of your wall socket your AC mains right and and there is actually no much reason for going lower because you have this pedal train bolts and this is kind of a little bit like an industry standard even if temple bolts are, are really picking up uh, market shares uh, yeah. the flat bolts from pedal train if you put the DC7 underneath that you have plenty of, of um, a space in between the floor and, and the power supply. So, ah, so like the nanos and the metros. The metros those. and the nanos. That, that, that's right. So, so, so building the power supply like five millimeter uh, flatter wouldn't give you the benefit, but it would. Sure. It would probably cost you fifty percent more because we already <laughs> had to squeeze quite a lot of. Uh, I mean, the transformer design is 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 quite a nasty thing to to do uh, to to make that flat. Um, but I mean, we ended up with a series because we, we have the DC seven now. We have the eight and the four, and you can you can use uh, the four and the seven as a standalone. But you can also combine these to, to build, you know, a, a, a fifteen or 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 even twenty three outlet power bank by combining so those units. That's so. really interesting. So you can link those and still just power them yes. off of one. I mean, you, you have this 24-volt outlet, which can be used for powering a 24-volt pedal. Or uh, I've seen recently uh, quite a few power amplifiers for, I mean, guitar amplifiers, where you only have to, to, uh, to connect um, a cabinet with a speaker, right? Sure. And they are they are made for twenty four volts. So you can actually have the DC seven and power your power amp of the twenty four volt outlet, and then power all your panels from the seven outlets, and then charge your phone from the USB. I mean, so it's quite. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but it it, it would actually be quite nice, uh, <laughs> quite setup, nice setup where you you you're powering everything of of this DC seven and. Uh, and, and the nice thing also about that uh, is the power meter. It's uh, it, we are also the only company. This is the only product where we're actually showing how many percent of, of the available power you have used. So oh, really? this is 
I mean, we, we tried to give the, the guitar player his tech all the information where are, are we close to, to, to overheating something? Are we close yeah. to overloading something? And you can just, you know, a glance and you, if, if the green light is on, you know, you're at 40%. And even at 90%, you, you still know everything is good because the main diode on, on, the, on the Chuck's logo is also an indicator. And once that is turned that. off, uh, you are around 110, 150%. This is, this is very close to the end of the show because after that <laughs> you go into the hiccup mode where everything kind of dies on you but but I but see. i mean you 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 get like a 40 70 90 percent indication and then okay you you're overloading by by maybe 10 or 20 percent uh, and and the next step is where where the the power supplies is actually switching off uh, because of overheating uh, it, it's switching off so it doesn't destroy itself so Right, but yeah. I mean, you get quite many warnings. Uh, you don't get that with, with other products on the market. Um, so also, each individual outlet also have an indicator, which, which tells you whether you're overloading it or not. So really this good. is, uh, maybe I'm feeding with, with a lot of features now, and, and, but I, I think <laughs> that, 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 should be, that should be considered be as benefits. I mean, some people would say, okay, I just need some power, a power supply. It doesn't matter what it is. And that's also fine, but if you if you're a professional guitar player or you would like to rely on your gear, you know you you would like mm. to know that this is going to last the sh for the whole show or for the whole tour or right then, exactly. That, then exactly. it's nice to know that you're not overloading anything. I, mean, well, I completely agree, and I, I think that's kind of what you you know as, as you say that's what you've managed to create something that a product or a range of products that are so completely suited to to extreme professionals but it's not like that's not the only end of the market that you've cornered with that product because you also made an incredibly affordable um power supply with the with the adam power supply yes the adam um my son's name is adam so this is uh, may, you might be wondering why the adam uh, but but this is the smallest unit uh, it's a very nice thing uh, entry level uh, thing with four outlets uh, two of them are switchable to 12 volts so so yes if, if you want to get into the the, the charge power supplies world uh, and you're limited on on, on on budget adam is 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 maybe the way to go but but if, yeah. if you stretch it a little bit i would say go for the dc5 because uh i love my son i also love this adam power supply but i <laughs> but i mean for for the DC five as a power supply, I think I have slightly more love for for, for the DC five because that's <laughs> that's a really great unit. You get you get five outlets. One of the one of them is switchable to uh, to eighteen volts, and two of the outlets are actually three hundred milliamps. And this is this is a safe limit or a safe amount of current to be able to supply the even tides, the the H nine or, or the Strymons, uh, which which are very popular. The height of the unit is the same as the atom, but the, but you just get you just get uh, that extra where I think that the well the DC five is, is a very very nice product, and this is also why it's it's selling really well. And before we made the DC seven, the DC five was actually the best selling product we had. Right, and, and it it actually it was a coincidence, but it came out at the same time as as. Strymons really became popular with the Mobius and the timeline, and the, the trifecta, as it is. Yeah, and at the same time as Pedal Train released the Metro and the Nano, they released like uh, five different pedal boards which were flat, and we yeah. were the only power supply being able to fit 
below these boards <laughs> and able to power a couple of the Strymons. So think, that was that was a great coincidence. Thank you, pedal train. <laughs> I think um, I think you're right. That the Adam was actually my first experience with your brand, as it was then after obviously the the big John. Because I remember someone had came in and they'd built this this fancy mini pedal board on a pedal train um, sort of nano, I think. You know, and it had a timeline on there and a couple of other pedals. And it was just I love the fact it was so neat. I said to Joe before we start this podcast, there's nothing more satisfying to a guitar player or most guitar players as a really neat pedal board and i think you know good looking well-designed power supplies like yours obviously like tie everything together so it's so nice to have you know to have that for for a pedal train because you know I, i dig through my box of what i've got here and some brick style power supplies you're like i can't fit it underneath or you know i've got to like have it on top that takes up a pedal space you know with you're constantly trying to maximize the pedal board space that you have. And I think you allow you to do that, which is nice. Yeah. yeah I can absolutely. tell you one more thing, which is important to mention. It's, it's maybe a little technical, but, but I mean, with the Adam and, and uh, if, if you don't have any high gain pedals and, and wire pedals, you, you, you might not have experienced any of, of, of the noise, proximity noise, which, which can be, uh, which can be found with where, where you actually place pedals very close to each other, and, and you do that when you have a small pedal board like Pedal Train Nano. Um, the DC7 and, and power supply, which are based on the switch mode technology, all the transformers are operating at, at a very high frequency, like 200 kilohertz, way above the, the audible range. And this is where it's possible actually to, to place pedals. Well, almost on top of the of, of the power supply, so you don't have to think about the proximity noise uh, where, where the pedals are being able to pick up some noise from from the main transformer in, in the usual linear power supplies. So this is also an advantage, and I'm not talking about only our brand's uh, switchmode power supplies. This is in general for switchmode power supplies. You don't have this proximity noise. Um, right. And especially with wah pedals, if, if you have a wah pedal, you have to have have it quite far away from from a linear power supply to to get completely rid of, of this hum. And especially high gain, if you if you if you add a fast pedal and you have a wah pedal, you, you you really have to be careful where where you place your power supply. And and uh, so so with the, with the DC seven other brands uh, that are using switch mode technology, this is also a, a way easier task for for uh, where, where you build the pedal board you, you just have to think about maybe the cable length or where would, where would it be convenient to place it and not necessarily think about how will this uh, play along with my pedals would would this be a problem to have it close to some some kind of pedals uh, that's not a problem anymore so uh, yeah yeah and well ab- absolutely um and you know and thank goodness we kind of we're, we're stepping more towards a world where everything's kind of evening out a little bit now i feel that power supplies pedals boards everyone's sort of on the same page we're not sort of one isn't miles ahead of the other like i don't think you need to reinvent uh chocks power supplies for a, a, a good another few years really no until... i mean i mean think about it you know it's uh, this is another story that, that could be an interesting podcast i mean the guitar is, is going to die in five years i mean everybody asked that 10 years ago 20 <laughs> years ago but i mean you have this you have a tendency now with the with the helix you know the stamp from line six and we we're seeing this uh, 
quads. I don't know. A company did this. Oh, quad the Neural the DSP. Yeah, yeah the, I think it's yeah. it's just about to come out in Europe. It's it's already out in the US. And if some people love that, you know, love this programming stuff. I'm 47. I, if if I still play guitar, I would love to just have pedals with a few knobs on it, and and you know what what the knob is for. If it says volume, you know it's volume. You know, yeah. I've <laughs> I've got my OMGB from 63, and love driving. You know, if if, if there is enough for light, I know when I put I, I, I toggle it, the lights will be on if if it's not broken. <laughs> but but I mean all these menus and stuff like that. Some people love it, but some people are still for. Loving the paddles, the simple ones, where you have one knob for, for, for each function. And uh, I, I, I really hope that people will continue to love that kind of stuff because this is what we make products for, the, the, the power supply. Even if, if we have plenty of power on, on tap for also for these bigger boxes. So, so you are actually able to, to power the stump. And I'm, I'm really, really much looking forward to, to be able to measure on this new new baby from, from this company, I can't remember the name, uh, to also be able to, to tell people how to power this stuff. So, uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. power supply is not just buying a product. It's also to give you the support uh, and being able to, to tell you how to connect the stuff so it's actually working in the way you want it to. Uh, well, exactly. To so, yeah, exactly. If you want to actually knit everything together on a board and you're going to have you know different yeah, things most, of varying most guitar power. players they are they are not actually knowing the difference between voltage and current you know what's volts and milliamps they, they're confusing that stuff mm. so you have oh, to i, so I have you, underpowered and overpowered things all the time yeah it's yeah, definitely so, not my uh, specialty so it's, it's also important to be able to this is why i I've been, in my long time in this business i've been walking around the the different the shows and measuring the the different pedals you know after the show yeah. is over I, i've been measuring the current draw because it's not always actually boss is one of the companies that that states uh the true specification you can you can actually rely on those figures that's that's really nice so, so <laughs> thumbs up for for boss on, on actually stating the correct the correct values of what what is needed to power the pedals so that's that's nice it's not always like that no, no, it definitely. No, isn't. it's um. There's a company out there that actually makes a a unit that just measures the milliamp, but also yeah, I, think I know there's, that. There's a, there's a website out there where I think a guy instead of like he does like a full review and like teardown of pedals, but also includes yes, what milliamps. Yes, it's a Swedish guy, Stickfund. Stickfund. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. This is. Uh, yeah, I know him. I I can't remember. Uh, Sebastian. I can't remember. But anyway, I know him very well. Yes, uh, he's, he's also been measuring. But I mean, the measuring stuff is not that important. We have 660 milliamps on tap, on each tap. So, I mean, if your pedal draws 220, 60 or 340, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's, a, it's a question about if it draws more than 660. And when we have this LED indicator, you plug it in. And if it turns off, you know, it, you're overloading one, one outlet. And then you just have to get yourself a, a parallel adapter where you're utilizing the power of two outlets combined. Yeah. So, so the measuring the exact current draw of, of a certain paddle is not that important. It has been in the old days where you had like 100 milliamps tab, 200 milliamps tab, 400 milliamps tab. You had to choose correctly, choose wisely to be able to, to power everything. Because if you yeah. spent 400 milliamps, on a low draw pedal, you you'll be lacking those this high current output for for maybe at your your timeline. Exactly, so, I, I remember you know sort of well enough with um, uh, with I guess uh, the either the pedal power two or 
I, or maybe it was even on no i think it was the mxr iso brick i think he even has this the same thing yeah the that one has 100 outlets and 250 yeah yeah and i remember sort of i remember having to build something with that and really having to be like right okay well i can pro- i can daisy chain this output because it's got this much but this mm-hmm. one uh probably uh, which pedal's got the lowest uh, the but, lowest but milliamp the, the thing is if you don't know the exact current draw and you just plug it in you you might be plugging a 200 milliamp pedal into a 100 milliamp outlet it might yeah. work but you're heavily overloading this outlet and you yeah. don't know it and you might get noise uh, because of that because you're overloading it so you get some hum and you get hum and you don't know why so so this yeah. is we try to to give all the information we can by the leds the indicators the the, the power meter so so you can have by a glance, you actually are able to see that that everything is is powered correctly. Uh, Absolutely, and and so. yeah, and you know that is why it is such a good product, Paul. Thank you, um, thank you. Not at all. But that is that's about all the time we have for this week's episode of the Friday special. Uh, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on, Paul. Thanks very much for taking the time. To You're chat welcome. With us. I, I hope I haven't been talking too much. Uh, no, uh, this is exactly what this, this is, is what we need. Oh yeah, super geeky talking one, about one, milliampage. One, one last thing, if, if, if my, I might throw one last thing. We offer five year worldwide warranty, and this is also the last thing I, I should say that we stand behind the product, and and you can. I mean, you can be in Singapore, Australia, US, and if something happens, uh, you shoot us an email on support and we figured it out to, to get it back and you can get a new unit. Uh, that's also important. But so so it's, it's a high quality product and, and, and you have five years of warranty. I mean, that, that's important to get that. Uh, that's the thing, having the confidence in the product to offer that sort of support, I think that, you know, that speaks volumes about the brand. Um, but uh, but but yes, you can of course catch more guitar nerds over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds or join us on any of the major social platforms with at guitar nerds and you can check out Chocks Power Supplies at chocks.com. That's C-I-O-K-S. You can see that in the uh, in the title of this podcast episode as well. And uh, we'll be back next week with our regular episode on Wednesday and another episode on Friday. We'll catch you then for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Thank you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 